Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Constance, Germany with my new friends John and Patty of the band St. Lucia. Patty grew up in Constance and they moved there together to be with their family and have a home base while touring with their band. They love how there's always something active to do, like swimming in the lake during the summer and skiing in the nearby mountains during the winter. In this episode, we talk about the scandal behind Statue Imperia, visiting the island of Insel Rockenau, and attending the Constance Christmas Market. You hear about these three incredible attractions and so much more. If you know someone that wants to visit Germany, I'd love it if you shared this episode with them. The show notes and our one-page guide of their tips are available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Constance. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Don't you just hate waiting in line for security at the airport? Me too. Even the pre-check lines are slammed most of the time today. That's why I use Clear to skip the lines and get to my flight quicker. For my listeners, I've actually worked out a special deal where you can try Clear for free for two months. This is a limited time offer, so go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Hey, John and Patty, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Right on. So today we're talking about a city called Constance, Germany. And honestly, it's a, it's a city I've never heard of because normally when people think of Germany, they're thinking like the cities like you know, Berlin and, and Frankfurt and some of the other major tourist areas. But this actually is a, is a pretty touristy, popular spot for Germans, right? Yes. yes, very touristy. We have a big lake, and so that attracts a lot of people that want to swim in it. <laughs> it's also, I, Patty grew up there. We both we moved back there last year, and um, the, the way I see it, I don't know if Patty sees it this way, is it's almost like the gateway to the Alps from Germany. Well, yeah, in Germany the they, say, they say Italy starts there. Well, fantastic. Yeah, so for people that aren't familiar with Constance, uh, I was looking it up on the map, and it's it's basic on the the farthest southern tip, kind of like at the intersection of Germany, Liechtenstein, and uh, Switzerland. Correct? Yeah, and Austria. So it's basically the city in itself is right on the Swiss border. So you can actually do the one foot in Switzerland and one foot in Germany thing. And we cross into Switzerland and back to Germany almost every day. Oh, fantastic! A house, maybe a three minute walk to Switzerland. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because um, when I was looking at as far as how to get there, it's actually easier to get there if we fly into Switzerland than it is to fly into Germany, correct? Correct, yep. yes. So where would we fly in if we, were, if we want to come visit? So you'd fly to Zurich, and that's uh, about a 45-minute car ride from Constance. Or like an hour train. Or, an, or like an hour train, which is a direct train from the airport. And they go every hour, basically. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's one of the things that in America, you know, the trains aren't exactly something that we, we use that often. But I know in Europe, the trains are, are on time every time and they're actually probably preferable versus renting a car in most places. Yeah, like I think if actually in this case, if anybody were to come and visit, I would just recommend the train and then get a bike. Well, the other thing <laughs> is it's kind of kind of important is like I don't think that the Ubers would cross the border. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uber from the airport to Kreuzlingen, which is basically, it's like, that's the name of the town on the Swiss side, but it's almost like the same town. And you'd have to walk through And so you'd have to walk through the border. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then, well, also because you guys are all part of the EU, so crossing the border is not really a big thing. 
Well, Switzerland isn't part of the no, EU. No, but it's, it's part of Schengen, and they they don't how many years now? Like, like twenty years ago, I guess they've had the Schengen agreement. Agreement, exactly. <laughs> and you can just cross now, no problem. Oh, perfect. Cross with a lot of meat and a lot of alcohol and a lot of dairy products or drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, stuff in my pockets full of like sausages and everything, right? When we're crossing yeah, crossing the border. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. What's your connection to Constance? I, I know you said like you grew up there, correct? Yeah. So I grew up there. My family's still there. Or my family's actually on the Swiss side right now. But you should tell a little bit about your, like your parents' story. So they're not from there. Well, no. My mom's originally from Taiwan and my dad from the Czech Republic. And they uh, actually met in Berlin, funnily enough, at a language school. And then they moved down to Constance because they young and in love, went through the whole of Germany and found the best part or what they thought was the most idyllic place. And then they settled there. Oh, that's fantastic. And like you said, you guys moved back there about a year ago or so. Like, What was the reason for moving back? The main reason was that I just had Charlie as well and um, a, second a second kid. And the thought of raising two kids in New York in the pandemic. Well, in the pandemic, that was part of the reason. Also, it was like, okay, this is not this is not going to work for me. Like I said, I have so many family members still in Constance and in Kreuzling. So that was the decision. I was like, I need to be closer to family and offer some nature to my kids. At that, least for a bit. You know, yeah, at least for a bit. And, and we've been there for like a year and a half. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. By this point, at the time of this conversation, we've been there for a year and a half. Well, the, the other thing is, we'll talk about this a little bit later on as far as like the touring schedule for, for your band, that I'm sure having family nearby is, is a great opportunity for the kids to stay there instead of traveling with you as you are, are going around the world with your, with your tour. Yeah, even though we have taken them with us and now we have them running in and out of the conversation. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's like, yeah, I think this is like the thought for the future, especially if there is like, you know, the back and forth is like, really tiring so if we're doing a tour like we're doing right now it's one thing where we're like on the road for a couple of months every day you have a show um, almost yeah so that it's different so that you know they have their little routine here but like if we were just to hop on a plane and go over for a couple of shows that you know that would that's when having family around becomes indispensable Absolutely. Okay. So when we're talking about visiting Constance, you know, obviously when you talk about the Alps and, and those areas, you know, there's, there's snow during the winter and you know, great skiing and everything else, but what's the weather like throughout the year? And if somebody wants to plan their visit, are there certain festivals that maybe they want to plan the trip around those? So I would always recommend going in the summer, even though that's the most touristy time. It's a small town, so it's not like, oh, here's a huge big festival and whatever. But what that means is like there's little festivals. Like we have a wine festival that I love. Because there's have, loads of vineyards around yeah, there. Yeah, there's lots of vineyards around there, but nobody, they're too small to produce worldwide. So they just have their own little productions. And this is the time when they basically show off their goods. And so you'll sample wines that you will never find anywhere else in this world, you know. And that's what makes it so cute. So they have uh, this little wine fest and they'll have local restaurants cooking like traditional German food or you know food from the area and then there will and then everybody will just show off the the wines that they've made over the years oh that's fantastic I feel like being someone who's not from there the Christmas market is super cute as mm -hmm. well like going, going during Christmas around that time is really 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 cute as well 
Yeah, and it's cool because then you can do. I think there's benefits to going in the in the summer and in the winter. In the winter, yeah. it's cool because you have the Christmas market. Then you can go to the Alps and stuff. But like the town itself is like very sleepy during the winter. But it's got a cozy sort of vibe. Like you can go to these little like wine cellar places, and there's you know there's buildings in, in the city from like the 1100s. You know, so it's definitely got this kind of candlelit vibe. But then in the summer, it's just beautiful. It kind of feels like being on the Mediterranean or on like Lake Como or something, you know, and you can take these ferries all over the lake and there's just like cool islands you can visit and other towns and stuff. What I love about our lake is that at Lake Como, you have to have a house by the lake to get in or whatever. You know, it's very difficult to actually go swim in the lake. And in Constance, it's anywhere you can basically jump in. There's maybe one part where the like ships go that you can't swim in, but but you can like you if you're too hot you just like go you know yeah and it's the best thing about living there actually is like you know having lived in new york where you can't swim anywhere yeah yeah <laughs> and then, then living here where you know within a five minute bike ride from our house we can just jump in the lake with the kids if it's a hot day you know it's just it's awesome yeah that's fantastic so you thought you talked about the town being you know kind of small and everything where should we stay when we come visit are there brand hotels or are the more uh, boutique style or are there Airbnbs? Like, what are the options for people? So I would stay away from the big brand hotels because there's not that many, and they're I, I would, they're not in like the good yeah, locations. It's more there's there smaller hotels in the town, and then I mean Airbnb is always good because you sometimes find little like you know apartments that are in the middle of the town. That I know my friend just stayed in one and she loved it, and she was like in the like literally in the middle of the town. Some get it by the lake if they want to go and swim. I think you have more options there, especially with kids. You want to probably do that. But there is a couple of cute hotels like Hotel Barbarossa. That's a cool historical hotel. And then there's the, it's actually a Steigenberger. So, but, but, but there's, but just to explain yeah. that, like that's basically on this, on a little island, just kind of in the town on the lake. And it's just separated from the town by a little like, inlet like a river yeah so it used to be our monastery it was a monastery so you're basically staying in an old monastery and the views are amazing if you want to have like a nice drink at the end of the and day and they have like deck or, chairs on the edge yeah, of the lake so you can have, jump in the lake and like yeah, so it's like beautiful. in terms of most idyllic probably there yeah. and then you have the whole of Constance history you can walk through if you stay in that hotel. You also don't have to stay in this hotel and you can go there and like walk through the history of Constance. There's like paintings that tell you all about Constance, basically. So it's almost like a museum. Yeah, it's like a little museum, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. And then there's, uh, I guess the last one to mention is there's a hotel called the Riva, which is like more kind of a modern sort of slick, fancy hotel. They have a, they have a restaurant that has, I think, one or two Michelin stars there. You can do like a tasting menu and they have a spa and it's also like right on the lake. And like, yeah, yeah that's that more the fancy, nice. the fancy one. Yeah. Well, that sounds fantastic. So when we're talking about the, the things to do there, obviously like you talked about this, there's like the wine festival, there's the Christmas market. Uh, and then you also mentioned the, the islands earlier as well. I was looking around and I saw that there was a, a really cool island there that, that actually has like a bunch of flowers on it and everything. It's, yes, it's a must. It's called Inzo now. The island minor, and it's actually it's like Cheekwood in Nashville. Like I, <laughs> oh, like yeah. we just went to that yeah, kind of thing. It's that kind of vibe. But they basically specialize in flowers, so we call it our flower island. We have like a flower island, and when and then we have a veggie island where all the veggies are grown, and they somehow the Reichenau. Yeah, in the Reichenau is our vegetable island, and somehow their vegetables grow better than anywhere else. So they have magic there, magic soil. 
And it's like <laughs> traditionally all the families have worked the land there and they're amazing. And they have like, great little like restaurants you can go to there. Like they have this this really great fish spot that you can go and just have fish right on the lake and it's all fresh and it's really good. Yeah, so that's our vegetable island. And then we have the Insel Mina, which is a flower island. And funnily enough, that was Swedish. So the story kind of goes like this. I might be wrong, but this is what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> the... The Swedes, yes, the prince, yes, the king, the prince. He was in in line for the the crown, but he fell in love with somebody that he wasn't supposed to. With I a guess. non-royal. Yes, and then he opted out of the crown, got this piece of land because it was also part of this. Some agreement. Some, yeah, and some part used to be owned by the Swedish girls, I guess. And then he got that land and he made this flower island, basically. So it's like actually Swedish. Yeah. The next was Swedish flower island in the middle of Germany. That's pretty intense. <laughs> you know, I know. That's really cool. Let's see. So we talked about earlier that we're obviously right there near the Alps and everything. You know, I'm a big snowboarder. I don't know if big is the right word but because I'm not that good, but I enjoy it. So where would we go if we wanted to, to go snowboarding or skiing while we're there in Constance? Again, you have options to go to Switzerland. You have options to go to Austria, and both are amazing. Like you're literally kind of three hours from all the greats. The big ones. But you can also, there's some that's like an hour and a half away. Like there's a place called Pizzol, which is like the resort that Patty used to go to when she was growing up. Well, if you go to Pizzol, if you want to learn how to ski or snowboard and you're a kid, you should send your kids there because once you know how to ski or snowboard there, you will know how to ski and snowboard anywhere because it's a hard, it's a hard place to ski. Or it's snowboard. like all black almost. All like black slopes. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh wow. Yeah. Um. That's sort of I would say our local uh, mountains. They start there, like Wildhaus, you know, Pizzol. They're about. You go to Davos quite a lot, actually. Like Davos. And then yeah, is Davos is there. That's a good one. Like and then yeah, and you have San Moritz. You have all of them. Fun. I guess you could also like what my dad sometimes does is. He'll get a bus with a snow pass. It's included in the bus trip and leave in the morning and you don't have to worry about anything. You know, you, have to, you don't have to drive. It's an early call. It's like 6 a.m. or 5.30 or something. But then you sleep on the bus and you, you know, wake up and you're ready to snowboard. And then when you're, when you're done for the day, you get on the bus again. You don't have to worry about driving again. So those things are actually quite cool to do. Yeah, that's fantastic because I was wondering – uh, you said if it's better to take the train from, from Zurich to Constance and then ride bikes around or, or walk around the city. I was wondering how you would get to some of these places a little bit further away. So they have tours and they have like, buses that are on a pretty regular schedule for that. And, and what's actually really great about that is like if, say, you're budget conscious and you, know, you don't want to spend the money for these Swiss hotels, which can be insane, it's definitely cheaper to stay in Constance at that time and take individual buses to the resorts. You know, even though with that, you're kind of wasting a lot of time. Um, but you still will get a full day on the slopes. Yeah, and you like, do. You can do a day trip out of it. It's an early morning, and then you get back quite late. But like you know, it's like six, and then you get back at six. Yeah, for sure. That way, that way you can enjoy the the mountain, but also, like you said, save money in the hotel and enjoy the beauty of the city there. Now, one of the other things that I saw that was pretty unique there in Constance is this really big statue. Oh yes, Imperia. Oh, that's a good story. It's very controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, actually, there is a really great sculptor, sculptor yeah. called Peter Lenk. He's done work all over the town and like all around the lake. So he sculpted like a fountain and all sorts. And he was commissioned to 
do something at this like entrance of the harbor, you know, because like other places like Linda, they have the lions where you get into and stuff. And then, you know, Constance wanted like something that is their signature. Yeah, their signature. So he was commissioned and he just did it. And and then the uh, unveiling of Infinity like no one knew it was Nobody, what it was going to yeah, look no like. One knew it, <laughs> and then it was revealed and half of Constance was cheering and the other half was completely like mortified, mortified <laughs> because basically, well, it's, it's a know. very voluptuous lady, basically Even a lady a of the night, nipple, you know, like the lady, it's basically the lady of the night holding in one hand the Pope and in the other hand the king, basically <laughs> saying, she, yeah, but like, she basically has them all in her hand. You know what yeah. I mean? So basically, like, it's total woman power. I yeah. love the statue so much. It's like, go women. <laughs> we have them all in control. But yeah, it was really funny how, like, people were so for it and the other half was so against it. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's like a surprise. <laughs> yeah. And the reason for the Pope is because we, in Constance, had Im Concil. It's like the, this huge building at, also in the harbor where Imperia is. There used to be three popes in the world, and then they made a decision in this place in Constance to only have one. So a major historical significance there. Yes. So that was uh, that's basically what Constance is. What was the name of the place that they, they did that? Concil. Like K-O-N-Z-I-L. It's like the council. Yeah. The, the yeah. council. The council. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I saw when I was looking around that, that there are some really beautiful churches and, and historical buildings there. Yes. There's definitely a lot of history in Constance. Also, like you know, Jung was it was Jung's yeah. stomping ground. Yes. Um, the psychologist, yes. who's the, the writer who wrote Siddhartha, Hermann Hesse. Hesse and and he, it was uh, like his stomping uh, ground. Rorschach. Like, there's a town called the Rorschach, which is the Rorschach test. Yeah. So there's a lo- loads of loads of history around there. It's crazy. Like, and there's like Roman ruins in the town. Uh, Roman town called Constantia, I think, was the name of it. Yeah. It was a, Ro- a Roman settlement called Constantia. It was like 300 to 400 AD. Wow, that's pretty amazing. I mean, it's, that's one thing I love about when I visit Europe is that there's just so much history. You know, America is it's still like a baby as far as history goes, right? And but when you when you travel to Europe and visit some of these, whether it's a big town or or something that's smaller, there's so many things of historical significance that have happened there that you can spend like an entire week and just learning about all the different history. We're gonna run out of time, but I I don't want to miss out on talking about some of the food while we're there. Uh, so, what are some of the places we should eat in, in Constance, and are any of the restaurants known for anything special that you can only kind of get in that area? You can take this out if you want. The food is not that great there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like there's certain places if you go outside of the town that are amazing, and you in- get good German yes like you can get good like classic like there is a couple of places like hotel barbarossa the hotel that i told you about earlier they have (laughs) traditional cuisine that is really good like betzle and like that kind of stuff you can get there really well maultaschen but in general i would also say like inselreichenau for fish would be really good there's like cute little restaurants there if you go outside of the city a little bit you'll get better food it's only because it's so touristy in the in the summer that like people kind of can sell everything which is kind of a shame you know what oh, i mean oh sure sure but there are cute little gems like espa is really good they have like small plates it's like sort of a take on like a little bit like new american type you know like farm to table slash little small plates they have like a seafood night things like that you know we haven't been but there's that like 
the Riva. multiple Michelin star restaurant at Riva, which is like a tasting yeah. menu. But we haven't been there, so we can't really speak for it. But we've heard it's good. Yeah, obviously, if they're getting a Michelin star, they they're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like there's a few gems, but like overall, I would be like, oh, if you can go and find, especially sort of little restaurants that have traditional German food or from the area, they they'll do that really well there. You know. But for example, like the food is great in Zurich. Yeah, for sure. I, and I think it's one of those things that because you're so close to Zurich, when people are, are traveling to Constance, maybe it's one of those things where you're you're going to go to Zurich and, and spend your time there, but also maybe take a, a, a couple of days and explore Constance as well. So that way it's like an add-on trip. Yeah. And you also get these, like like I was talking about earlier, like if you go into the old town, there's a part of the town called um, the Niederburg, Niederburg, which is like the old town. There are all these little like wine cellars. And if you go at night, they normally will have like good classics like they'll have like there's this thing called tart flambe or dunola i don't know if you know what that is it's like a very thin crust pizza with with from sour Alsace, cream yeah. it's from alsace but it's that area yeah from that sort of region and it has like sour cream bacon and onions normally but they have different versions of it and normally you can get good things like that in these little like wine cellars one thing that also that whenever we travel my wife absolutely loves coffee and i think there was a, a really cool spot that's that's there that you would recommend yeah there's actually a couple of good coffee shops. The one we go to the most because it's the closest to us is a place called Coffee Fritz, F-R-I-T-Z. It uh, was opened by this guy who lived in Melbourne in Australia for a while and really got into the coffee culture and then came back. Uh, his name's Sven and he's become a friend of ours. He makes really good coffee. He has, you know, he, he gets his beans like roasted. He's turning it into a roastery as well. And they make excellent everything. Like you can get cold brew there. You can get you know, like, and they don't often have these things in like small towns in Germany, but he has cold brew, yeah. he has he's, like nitro, he has like everything. I think he's found the best yeah. coffee. In and time. really good croissant as well, actually, yeah. which is actually, you believe it or not, good croissant is really hard to find in Germany. Like the thing in, in Constance, Germany that's interesting in is like, they're really good at making German bread, but they're not that good at French bread. But there he, he has really good croissant. Um, he actually imports them from France. There's another place called um, Number 11, but in Germany it's Nummer 11. And it's more sort of in the old town and the Niederburg. And they also have really, really good coffee. We just don't go there as much because it's a bit further away from us. But, but also I think in terms of coffee culture and like, you know, vibe and whatever, I think Sven's place, the coffee fits is the hands down the best. Yeah. You sure. know, and you can tell he's put all his love and effort and all the blood, sweat and tears are in it. And you yeah. can feel that. So I would highly recommend that. Yeah. And he's around the corner from our place. So you can just knock on our door. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So we're going to go, go get our coffee. Then we're going to come over to your house and knock on the door. We're going to play with the kids and uh, run around and have a good time. So, oh, <laughs> sounds like a perfect day. In terms of food, if just one more thing I wanted to mention. Even though like, you know, the, the international food culture there is not as like as great, you can get really good ingredients. So like, you know, you, there are these great places where you can go and like set up where they have like a public grilling station, like by the lake. You can get really good ingredients and go and, and like grill by the lake, like do a barbecue or something with really, really good ingredients. Like you can buy your own sausages, you can do it. And like there's a lot of great places that you can do that. So that's also an, a really good option. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I think that's one of those things that you want that local experience. Go to the supermarket, go to the little store, grab some of your own supplies and then go and hang out with like some of the locals right there by the lake and, and barbecue it up. There is a huge like uh, camping culture there, funnily enough. Like a lot of people have these sort of camper vans and stuff. And so the infrastructure for that kind of thing of just turning up and cooking your own food somewhere is actually really good. Yeah. And we have a local market every Tuesdays and Fridays. Yeah, that's a great thing to go to. 
Well, fantastic. Well, well, John and Patty, I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips for Constance. I learned a lot, and it sounds like such an idyllic place to, to go visit and enjoy some time by the lake. But now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they visited Constance, where should they go and what should they eat? I'm going to say Hotel Barbarossa and eat traditional Schweinsmedaillon with Spetzels. Or with Spetzels. Or like Pfefferling Rahmsauce. What's that like? Everything is kind of like, it's like wild mushrooms in a cream sauce. Yes. Oh, wow. That sounds like decadent. That's for sure. Now, you know, obviously, uh, you know, you've been living there now for a little bit over a year and you've probably visited a lot of times uh, with Patty's parents living there. I'm sure you created a lot of different memories. What's one of the most memorable times you've been there? I mean, we have so many memories there. Like we got married there a little over 10 years ago now. That was super memorable, but like, there's got to be like one like crazy memory. Lots of memories. We have like a few bridges that go over the River Rhine, which, by the way, also flows through Constance. It and starts in Constance, actually, the River Rhine. Yes, but it all starts at the top, flows through. We used to jump off the, these bridges all the time, and so we have been telling all my friends about it. So when they came for our wedding, they all thought that they should do that. So they had a crazy night of, we just had a crazy night of jumping off the bridges. Which naked. Is sometimes naked. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's dark. Nobody's going to see. It's, it's all good. <laughs> well, right now, well, speaking of good times and happy memories, uh, where's the happiest happy hour in Constance? I would say there isn't that many happy, happy hours that I know of. Like we know it from the States, but I would say for the view, into the hotel. In hotel. Yeah. Inzu Hotel has a nice, nice vibe. But if you, if you want cocktails, there's a really great place called Blauer Angel. The translation is Blue Angel that makes really good cocktails and, and actually an excellent Bucharest, which is like a New Orleans cocktail. I'm sure you know that. Very surprised to find that as like a featured cocktail on their menu. It's a really, really good cocktail spot. Now that sounds amazing. Now one of the things I always do whenever I travel is check out the local pizza. What's the best place for pepperoni pizza in Constance? You would say Il Bucone, right? Yeah, Il Bucone. Yeah. I've got to say the pizza in Constance is not the greatest. Like it's, it's you know, you'll definitely find better pizza like in New York and in American cities. But Il Bocone has, has great pizza. This is where we, we always order to go pizza from, and, from Il Bocone. And like pepperoni yeah. pizza has like a little twist. They have put like a little chili oil and honey on it or something like yeah. that. So I think that's... Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's good to have that little twist and make it a little bit more memorable. Now... I know, you know, from, you know, obviously all your travels from going back and forth to, to Constance as well as on tour for your, with your band, you must have some amazing travel tips that helps you enjoy your trips or save money or save time. Uh, what's one of your best travel tips? Um, I mean, you know, there's so many and especially like traveling with kids and stuff. I would definitely say like try and be as minimal as you can, even though we are like not minimal at all. But definitely trying to figure out instead of taking like five items, trying to take one item that does all those things. It's definitely, and Patty has something right now. Okay, so I would say tip in order to really just enjoy it is like stop overthinking stuff. And be open. And be open to it. Because all the things that one would worry about possibly are not going to happen. They're going to come, like it's all going to be different. Here's another one, leave space for randomness. Don't plan everything. Don't just follow the tips on Google or like Eater or whatever. Walk down the street and see what calls your name. No, those are all fantastic tips. You know, I travel with my kids a lot and especially when you have like your first baby, it's like you want to like bring everything under the sun with you, you know, but by the time you have a second kid, you're like, ah, it's close enough. We're good, you know? (laughs) And the other thing, when you're traveling with kids like that, open-mindedness that you talk about is also very key because sometimes it, 
you just want to let your kid just kind of like stroll and like see what they find and and just kind of almost be like a, a viewer of like what they kind of are drawn to and that's a whole new way to see a, a city or, or a destination exactly. yeah. right on well again i appreciate you coming on to the, the show and sharing all these amazing tips for constance i learned a lot and you know i think it's gonna be a, a great place to, to visit sometimes with, with my family can you tell the audience a little more about who you are and what you do Sure. So um, I'm John. And I'm Patty. And uh, we have a band called St. Lucia. Uh, it's a musical project that, you know, has been going for a little over 10 years now. Yeah, you know, we make, I guess a lot of people describe our music as synth pop, but, you know, we, we would think that it's a lot more than that. <laughs> we sort of like, I guess we make very kind of retro influenced music, but we try to do it the right way. Like, you know, we use pretty much all analog synths and like, you know, just real stuff. It's not just all laptop sounds. We love to play shows, like a lot of people think our shows are like the best part of what we do. Um, you know, and they're like big high energy shows with great production and you know, we have a five piece band that we're very close with. It's kind of like a real family vibe between us. Yeah, I think I think we put on a really good show and we, we just really enjoy what we do. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, we're recording this in October of twenty twenty two and I know you're you're getting ready to have a, an album drop and you're getting ready to go on tour. Hopefully when people listen to this, they'll be able to grab your album and find one of the dates that are nearby where they're located. Or maybe they're just going to like the music and they're going to want to travel to wherever you are on tours. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, cool. We'll definitely include links to all that in the show notes. So if somebody has a question about your music, your tour, or or Constance, uh, what's the best way to reach you on social media? We're on most of the big social media platforms, TikTok included, like we're on Facebook. And I think all of them, I can't remember the exact link, but we can include them, I guess, at the bottom of the podcast links, I yeah, guess. But but like Instagram, Instagram is at St. Lucia. TikTok, I think, is St. Lucia Music, right, Roach? Yeah. yeah. Everything else is just St. Lucia. Like we were we were early on the uptake there. So oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You did the you skipped the line in front of the, the actual island, right? So yeah, <laughs> like, if you, like, like for a while, if you looked at our at our tag photos, it was all people on vacation in St. Lucia. <laughs> That's awesome. Right on. Well, well, definitely. It's one of those things I'm sure your music kind of transports people to a different area anyway. So that's good. Well, right on. Well, again, I appreciate everything you've done. We're going to include all that in the, in the show notes. And, uh, you know, we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Awesome. Thanks so much, Lee. What a fun conversation with John and Patty. The city sounds like such an idyllic place to visit or raise a family. You can find all the links we talked about today and our one-page guide at wetravelthere.com forward slash Constance. We want to say thank you to Clear for being today's affiliate partner. Clear keeps you moving through airports, stadiums, and more with their exclusive touchless ID verification technology. Take advantage of our special limited time offer where you can try Clear free for two months. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Clear to sign up today. Join us next time as I chat with my family about holiday travel. We talk about balancing work, school, and other responsibilities, how to pay for holiday travel, and when's the best time of day to fly with the kids. Hope to join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations. Mm-hmm.